Hey, what's going on? My name's Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire confidence, direction, and resilience. In this episode, we're going to explore toxic positivity. Now, toxic positivity, if you've never heard of it before, is a relatively new term, but it's been around for a while. It's the idea that everything you do, think, or feel has to be done in a positive manner. In this episode, we're going to explore how you can spot it, why it's so toxic, and what you can do instead. Are you ready? Let's go. Think positively. Look on the bright side. Everything is going to be okay. Now, you may have heard those things before. Heck, you might even have a poster or two with those on your wall. Now, you may have heard those before as motivation to get you moving, to get you going. But I'm talking about them here today because they're all examples of toxic positivity. You might be thinking, what? No way. Yes, yes way. Before you go dismissing this idea, I want you to understand that the words themselves aren't what's toxic. It's the when, the why, and the how you use the words that make them toxic. Most of the time, these words are inspiring. They are motivational. They are something that's pleasant to hear. Heck, every once in a while, I want someone to tell me that things are gonna be okay. These inspirational and inspiring words become toxic the moment you use them to invalidate a person. And that person even includes yourself. I used to have a friend that complained about everything. I mean, everything. We go out to eat together, gotta complain about the food. Going to the movies together, gotta complain about the sticky floors. Well, man, it's $5. Of course the floors are gonna be sticky. I remember one time I took him to a party and everyone was having a great time. Music was playing, people had red solo cups in their hands. You know, we were having a great time. I mean, the vibe was up there, right? The vibe was good. So we walk in and I realize that I know most of the people here. I brought him as a guest, so I'm not gonna leave him. I'll walk around introducing the people and start some conversation. So. I'm doing that, we're walking, we're talking, I'm trying to start conversation, and for some reason, this guy has to find the one thing, the 10 things to complain about. We're here to have a good time. We're here to connect with people. We're here to have fun. I don't wanna hear that. No one here wants to hear that. The whole vibe of the party is upward. We're having a good time, it's fun. Don't bring it down. Don't kill my vibe, right? It was so annoying, so annoying. Now you might know someone like this. You might have encountered someone like this. It is unnerving, right? You wanna have fun. Now right here, take this and flip it. An example of toxic positivity would be the difference in emotions. 
Now, imagine yourself at a funeral. You just lost someone very near and dear to you. And everyone at this funeral is mourning. They're sad. The mood is somber. All of the guests that have approached you so far have said, I'm sorry for your loss. If there's anything I can do for you, just let me know. Some approach you with tears in their eyes and they give you a hug because they can barely say anything. Then the next person that comes to you has a big smile on their face. They approach you, they look you in the eye, and they're smiling at you saying, hey, look on the bright side. Celebrate the time that you had with them. Celebrate the life that they had. In these hard times, you have to think positively. If that was me, I find myself wishing that they were in the casket instead. Come on, the audacity to even come and step to me and demand some fake positivity? Mmm, you trifling. Then you remember, every time you see that person, they always look like they have a big smile on their face. They always look like they're looking for the bright side of everything. It doesn't matter. You tell them that you've got a bad review at work? Well, at least you have a job. Look on the bright side. Man, I'm studying, but I'm just not retaining this information. I'm afraid I'm going to fail my test. Hey, don't worry about it. Just keep studying. Believe in yourself. Everything's going to be great. Ah, get away from me. Away. I want to mourn what I've lost. I don't want to pretend that this just didn't happen. I want to express my frustration about the review at work and the exam that I'm going to take. When you feel hurt, sadness, or anger, or anything else, if your first reaction is to think happy thoughts, that's toxic positivity. Landlord say your rent is late. He may have to litigate. Don't worry. <laughs> Be happy. Look at me, I'm happy. That was a snippet from the timeless classic Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bobby McFerrin. Now I know the point of the song is to not ruminate about the problem that you have, the overwhelming issue that you may not be able to control. Don't sit there and stay and worry and worry. That's the point of the song. However, just taking the song at face value, don't worry, be happy, is like changing your emotions like on and off. Don't be off, be on. That's not the way it works. You must process that feeling of worry before you can truly feel happiness. If you are failing to process the worry before you get to the happy, that's toxic positivity. That's what's missing from the song, because come on, you heard it. The man just said, the rent is late and the landlord is going to litigate. That means not only is the landlord going to kick your ass out, he's going to sue you for the remaining rent. But don't worry, be happy. I dare you to tell that to any of the millions of people who are facing that hardship right now. It does nothing for them and their situation. But also, neither does continuing to worry. There's a point at which you have to take action. 
but you never ever step over or skip over the cause of the feelings in the first place. And that right there is why toxic positivity is so harmful. Because it strips you of exactly what makes you human. Your feelings. You need feelings to connect with other people. That's the one way you're able to make a genuine connection. Understand how they feel and then demonstrate that you understand how they feel about whatever they're talking about. So if you don't do that, you leave the person who came to you for help, for support, to fend for themselves. Another way it appears is as a form of gaslighting. Toxic positivity is basically saying that your feelings do not exist and we should never talk about them or acknowledge them. Only happiness exists, so just be happy. Then you go ahead and you push your feelings down, push them aside for the sake of the connection that you have. And you continue to do that until one day they come out. One way or another, they're going to find you and they're going to get you, get you, get you. And whatever explosive, intense emotion comes out, it's probably going to do some damage to your relationship or to anyone else who's in the blast zone. The appropriate way to deal with those feelings is to acknowledge them and talk about them. It's really helpful to be able to share that with another person and have them validate that for you. I was basically raised in the pool full of toxic positivity. I spent so much time avoiding the unpleasant emotions that when they came by, I had no idea what to do with them. Other than saying, I'm thinking positively, I'm looking on the bright side, that's all I could do. It wasn't effective. The result was I had a whole range of emotions that I had no idea that even existed or what to do with them. I found myself pretending that they weren't there, but also not realizing that they really did have an effect on me. The way I expressed my sadness was to sleep because I didn't realize I was depressed. I just thought I was tired. I also became a liar pretending I was something that I wasn't. I portrayed myself as a person who was up on the hill, happy-go-lucky, got it all, but I was really down in the dumps. I would do whatever it took to take my mind off of whatever was causing that unpleasant feeling. I learned that anytime that feeling came, I must run. Another way that this is damaging is that it prevents you from developing the tools you need to deal with the unpleasant feelings. And that goes for everyone, both of you. That's you if you are receiving the toxic message and that's for you if you are delivering the toxic message. In my adult life, I moved from city to city, state to state, you know, away from people wherever I could go. And I'll be damned if I didn't discover wherever I go, there I am. So now, what are you gonna do about the toxicity? Well, we're always gonna start from the inside out. The way we're gonna treat ourselves and other people are fundamentally going to be the same. We're gonna follow a three-step process. See it, say it, stay with it. That is, you are going to see the emotion that's already there. Take inventory, figure out how you feel. Low energy, Feeling tired? You crying? That sounds like sadness. 
Say the emotion that's there. I feel sad. Bonus points if you can figure out why you feel sad and what caused it. Finally, stay with that emotion that's already there. Allow yourself to be who you are in that moment. If it's sadness, then damn it, it's sadness. Treat yourself with compassion and stay there as long as you need to. I think one of the most powerful things you can do initially, before you do deep, deep reflection and work on yourself, is to change the way you talk about it. Instead of saying, it'll be just fine, empower yourself by saying, what can I do to get the ideal outcome? Instead of drilling yourself with, don't be so negative and trying to push through the problem, instead, try acknowledging the hardship. Point out what's difficult about the problem and and give yourself grace for not being able to overcome the issue right at this moment. Give yourself a break and, and tell yourself that's okay. Say, I'm okay. Instead of saying everything happens for a reason, try asking yourself, what can I learn from this? Now, when it comes to interacting with others, remember this and remember this well. Keep your own emotions to yourself. Don't impose your feelings upon other people. Your job as a friend, a confidant, someone to connect with, is to reflect back to them their thoughts and their feelings so that they understand that you understand them. You do not want to smooth over anything. Instead of saying, just stay positive, say, I'm here for you. Talk to me. Instead of saying, this could be so much worse, then list all the ways they should be grateful, try saying something like, of course you'd feel the way you do, while offering support, not solutions. Be sure never to say, happiness is a choice. The way to neutralize toxic positivity is to recognize and acknowledge the feelings that are already there. See it. Say it and stay with it. My name's Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his. And you have been listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. If you like what you're hearing, like, subscribe, and share. Follow me on Instagram at Patterns of Possibility. I go live Thursdays at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And you can find me at Patterns of Possibility on YouTube, LinkedIn, and other social medias. All right. Until next time, take care.